Um, let me start as we used to with a little bit of uh, dad talk for you. Uh, hit me. I'm going to hit you because this happened a couple nights ago, and I, I was so proud of my boy. So proud. Yeah. Um, uh, Sarah, my wife, has been uh, insisting yep. that we do family dinners because uh, Cyril, my son, and there's no good way to say that. Um, the boy, the child. I, uh, Borat definitely has some quote. I remember he okay. like talking about his like son's penis maybe okay that's or, uh, awesome i i would say not worth looking up frankly quote. yeah got anything this is good yep yeah worth yeah it. i got it yeah i shouldn't have paused that was my mistake to pause wasn't it i shouldn't have paused uh the story what if we get it back online yeah he says this is my favorite son Okay. Um, this is my favorite son. Like, okay. This perfect. is my favorite son, Luis. Yeah. Uh, and then he holds up a picture to like a shocked like senator. Okay. Good. Of like a Older. strapping young man with a okay. giant penis. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So my favorite son, yeah, zero. This, let's say this is my favorite son. I don't want to anymore. <laughs> the child. So he won't eat anything. He doesn't eat anything. I mean, he eats one thing. And do uh, you have to eat more than one type of thing in order to like be healthy and thrive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just overcooked pasta with margarine and nutritional. Yeast. I mean, it depends <laughs> on the thing. It could be soylent that like nutritional yeah. powder drink. So anyway, Sarah has read a bunch of things that say like if you have family dinner, that helps them. So we've oh, been doing yeah. it a little bit, but I wanted to add my spend a family dinner and. Yeah. While we were having family dinner, I was like, well, I guess let's have a conversation. But, I, you know, it's tough to know what to have a dinner conversation about with a four-year-old. You'd be like, what did you do at school? And they're like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. And he says, I don't care. He said, I don't want to talk about it. That's what Miles says. I was like, Cyril, do you have a type five? And he was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. do you want to do your type five for us? And to He's my been developing it, right? Great shock and surprise. He got up from the table and, like, stood up at the head of the table. And he goes... Hi, I'm Cyril. Have you guys heard about butts? <laughs> yeah. What if you put a butt on a butt? <laughs> Whoa! Woo! <laughs> that's amazing. He genuinely has, like, that's like cutting edge comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the punchline? Did he get to it? or? I think it's more, like, funny just to think about. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, imagine. It's fucking me up. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, huh? Mm -hmm. That's my boy. That's my boy. That's my boy. That's great. My yeah. boy is in the wind. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. He's like Jason Bourne. He just can't be traced. Um, okay. Except I can literally trace him. I have a Air Apple AirTag in his backpack, which he has on him right now. Okay. And so where is he, <laughs> if I may ask? Upstate New York with okay. my wife. Okay, good. There we go. Uh, seeing They're staying at a friend's cabin. Okay, lovely. And they're not here all weekend. It's Daddy's weekend. It's Daddy's weekend. And it's it's Friday afternoon doing? so far. Well, I'll tell you what Daddy's been yeah. doing with his hot weekend. He's been 
uh, working nonstop yeah. since 9 a.m. Yeah. And then rolled right from work into this podcast record. Headed for, from this podcast record, Jack, to watch a movie for our next podcast record tonight. Because yeah. someone's going on a little vacation. Yeah, I'm going on a little vacation, and I forced <laughs> you to do a double podcast record. Kicking and screaming. Mm-hmm. You were like, I'm so overwhelmed today. Is there any way we can push our second scheduled podcast record to another day when I'm not? And I was like, nope, absolutely not, under no circumstances. <laughs> and so here we are, podcasting all the way through the afternoon into the night. This has been dad talk yeah. in the literal sense, in that we talked as dads about our boys, but then we talked about us as dads in our because we're still people. Yeah, we're people too. Yeah. We're not we're those like too. oafs you see on like detergent commercials, like making yeah. a mess of everything. You know? Yeah. I mean, we are those oafs, but we're also people. Yeah, we're also people, too. We're both also yeah. people. We watched a movie this week. My name is Jack Shepard. Your name is Tanner Greenring. We talk about romance in all its forms, wherever we can find it, basically. We're romance hounds. Yeah, we're like those pigs. Yeah. Rooting through the forest, looking mm-hmm. for those little romance truffles. Yeah. Mm. We don't eat them. Yeah, we don't eat we them. Bring them back to we bring them Papa. Back to, to pop, to, and to, that's you. That's you. Yes. <laughs> Sex bugs. Yeah, that's, that's what we're like. We're romance pigs. Uh, we snuffle for romance in the forest with our wrinkly little hog yeah. noses, don't we? Yeah, and we're pay pigs. Yeah, okay, yeah, and we're pay pigs. We'll I pay guess. you to humiliate us. <laughs> um, <laughs> we watched a movie. I don't co-sign that, I guess. <laughs> I was just saying. <laughs> We've discussed this. <laughs> I was going to let it slide, but then I was like... We're sex positive. (laughs) Listen, we watched a film this week. It's called Only You, and it's um, Sarah has been bugging me to do this. It's her favorite film. It's one of her favorite films. She watched it as a young lady and fell in love with it. Yes. Well, I watched it as a middle-aged man, and I'm pretty enchanted myself. (laughs) It's um, America's Sweetheart, Marissa Tomei, and America's Sweetheart, Iron Man, as well, or both. What if they're together? I know. It's a... a Jamie coined this, so hat tip to Jamie. Yeah, my wife, Jamie. Um, yeah, not Jamie Oliver, famous British chef. Yeah, a pre-union. It's a pre-union. Yes, because Holy she, crap. Marissa yeah. Tomei, famously plays Peter Parker's aunt, Aunt May, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and Robert Downey Jr. famously plays Iron Man. Iron Man, and they have a flirtatious little relationship throughout the MCU. And it's a I mean, pre-union. until Iron Man, something happens to Iron Man. Yeah, we won't we won't say what. <laughs> but let's say he's not so iron anymore. <laughs> or man, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, they, they it's a pre-union. What do you think of that? That I love. I fucking love it. I absolutely love it. That's fantastic. They must have like when they first like saw one another on set on like Spider-Man: Homecoming. They were probably just like. Oh, nice to see you again. Remember that great movie we made together like yeah. 30 years ago? Amazing. I'm sure they did. And he was probably like, I guess it actually wasn't only me. It's, in fact, my non-super sidekick. Right. And in, and in yes, in that you case date, of... That you're going to date in this film. Only that guy. Only uh, John Favreau. <laughs> yeah, who you will end up dating. <laughs> yeah. Um, but only because something <laughs> happens to me. Mm. We won't say what. Let's just say uh, <laughs> he's not going to be doing a lot of avenging anytime soon, okay? <laughs> but we won't spoil it. <laughs> no, we won't spoil it. 
Um, let's say about well, let's say that you've got a segment that I always forget to do, but it's a nice way to set the scene, and it's oh, when we talk about yes. the uh, what is it? I want to say the, modus um, operandi, the dram, uh, dramatis persona, personae, dramatis, dramatis personae. So we've yes. already said one. It's Iron Man. Then Iron Man got. Ooh, you know who else we've got in this one? My cousin Vinny, Eggers, Eggers' wife. I know she is in it. Eggers in in, in this one. Egg, not Eggers. But very not in this briefly, one. but she no, does. Eggers say, not in it. She has one line in this movie, and she goes, "Egger, Egger, your skin is hanging all off your face." Yeah. I think she said that's what she said. I can't remember. I haven't looked it up, but she's yeah. in this movie. She plays a, an, another friend of yeah. uh, Marissa Tomei's. I, I guess I don't know what call sign she has because yeah. I, I immediately recognize her, and I don't think, oh, it's that lady from The Red Wrestler. Black. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm talking about Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. Yeah, I think that's just Marissa Tomei. It's just she, Marissa I mean, Tomei. It's Marissa Tomei. She needs no, she doesn't need like a moniker. It's Marissa yeah. Tomei. She's the best. We love her. Um, and then we've Mommy. got... There's another guy in this film who is a handsome Italian man, and he is the guy who, in clear and present danger, yeah. says, Moira, Moira, pick up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good-looking guy. He's very handsome. Yeah. Uh, the mummy's in it. The mummy. The mummy's in it. Yeah, that's useful. And sad sister from Jerry Maguire. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Right? And her husband, who's also just sort of like a squirrely little guy. But a squirrely little guy. Like a character actor. And she plays, kind of plays sad sister from Jerry Maguire in this one, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. Yeah. Except she gets to go on a fantastic, like, all-expense-paid vacation to the Italian countryside. Yeah. No, that's pretty Positano. nice. Positano. I've been there, I think. You know what? And you know why, what I'm realizing? You know why I've been there? Why Sarah to, organizes to go our, on vacation with my in-laws who go there all the time? Because Sarah organizes my maybe no, that's not why. Sarah okay. organizes. They're lovely. Our you would probably really have a lot, really good time. Sarah and they're like okay. really into counseling, and they'll they'll sort of I wouldn't say trick you into like doing therapy, but they'll just sort yeah. of ask like very nice and gentle kind of probing questions, and then before you know it, you're like kind of doing therapy. I was gonna say I don't want to do that, but. Like, it's it's I, pretty nice. That sounds actually pretty nice. I would love, honestly, anytime if you want to set it up, I would love to go to Positano and like get my brain worked on by your nice sounding in laws. Fucking yeah. great. Okay. The reason I go is because Sarah organizes our vacations for us. She's kind of in charge of that side of our life and probably this movie. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I've been. She was like, let's go to Positano. Maybe she was looking for her Robert Downey Jr. She was like, well, I gotta take my husband along, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have an excuse. You're yeah, not like I, a, a fancy foot doctor. No, I'm not a fancy foot doctor. I'm far, the furthest thing from that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't, what are your, what's your stance on feet? And I'm, and take that to yeah. mean whatever you want it to mean. I'm, um, I'm totally neutral on feet. Like, I think they're great. <laughs> oh, interesting. You think they're great. I, I mean, I think they're great, like, as appendages go, but, like... I understand. Hey, say no more. <laughs> I understand. Okay, fine. You don't have let's, to defend yourself here. This is a sex-positive show. Please, let's say the movie. Yes, I wish to Marissa say the movie. Tomei is a baby, and yeah. she's doing an Ouija board, and I yeah. really wanted to go buy a Ouija board so we could do one on 
air today, but when I went to go do it, what I realized that was that not only are my wife and son not here this weekend, yeah, but nor is my car. Oh, so you can't leave the house. So I'm Your just wife... I'm I'm p- penned in. Yeah, that's good. Your yeah. wife didn't take the car, she just made sure that it wasn't available to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this guy leaving the house. I don't he's going to go do some crazy shit like go get a Ouija board and like summon ghosts <laughs> to the house. And that literally could that be was dangerous. the first thing you try. He's going to take a Ouija board <laughs> into the basement. <laughs> yeah. And try to like foresee the future. I, I with thought of this for what idiot. it's worth. I thought of this and I Okay. Uh, at first, I found an online Ouija board. I tried it out, and it takes so long. And it feels like it's fake, unlike Ouija boards. It feels like it's just got some pre-programmed stuff. That's not going to help us. We do have yeah. a site that's kind of our Ouija board. Oh, perfect. Yes. Okay. But should we say the movie just a little bit? So Yeah, let's say the movie just a little bit. Yeah. So she does a Ouija board, and she discovers that she's going to fall in love with a man named Damon Bradley. Bradley. Yeah. And... Sorry, I have to close the open Google screen about Borat. <laughs> I noticed you were somewhat distracted for the last five to ten minutes. Amazing. <laughs> You're just reading Borat quotes and chuckling to yourself. I was like, oh, I'm really amusing him. But no. <laughs> no. What was I talking about? Damon Bradley. So she's doing a big Ouija board with her brother as a young girl. And she's like, and you got to find my soulmate. And the, right. the Ouija board spells out Damon Bradley. What if he lives here in Pittsburgh, and one day you just pass him on the street? It couldn't happen, Larry. I know. Like when bees know how to make honey. And you'll know, too. Because you have one. We all do. Look. And then smash cut to a slightly older, but still baby, Marissa Tomei in a pretty culturally insensitive, well, a challenging, yeah. a challenging depiction of an old crone, yeah, like crystal ball, yeah, fortune teller, yeah, and she also sees in Marissa Tomei's future. She's like, "Who's my soulmate?" And then she's like, "Let me look in the crystal ball." And then she's like, "Holy shit! There's a name. I'm getting a name, and it's Damon Bradley." I'm getting a name, a name that is very important, David, no, Damon, his name is Damon Bradley. So she's looked out for Damon Bradley her whole life. Smash cut. Smash cut to beautiful modern Marissa Tomei. 1994, Marissa 1994. She's got a cool Ricky Lake haircut. Yeah, she looks so great. She looks just so fun. Cute as a bum. Yeah. And she is about to marry. She's a week away from marrying a handsome but boring foot doctor. Yes. Um, Do you want to do a segment with me? Okay, well, we got to get back to our Ouija board, but yeah, let's do it. Well, this is going to be segments and segments today. That's fine. Yeah. I'm happy with it. That happens sometimes. Yeah. 
I'm recording two podcasts in one night for you yeah. people. Yeah. What do you want from me? No, this is this is going to be because I've I'm got untethered. Some, I've got some segments and segments too. So let's just let's power through. Untethered throat seeker. That is a magic card. Okay. So the guy, the doctor, her yeah. her fiance, yeah, is kind of a pill and yeah. like does a lot of annoying things and asks her to like wear her mother-in-law's like ugly wedding dress as her wedding gown you know what that's actually my burn of the week okay what is it's about the wedding gown do you want to hear it okay yes (laughs) (laughs) can you keep the segment in your mind yes but i am gonna have to do my burn too okay that's fine should we say (gasps) burn of the week Okay, I'll say it real fast. Marisa Tomei does, in fact, try on the wedding dress that podiatrist's mother has asked her to wear for her wedding. And the comment I made to Sarah is only Marisa Tomei could still look great in that dress. Yeah. It's a terrible dress, but she it's just so luminescent that it's, yeah. you know. She looked beautiful. She looked beautiful. Uh, and then Sad Sister from Jerry Maguire is helping her try on the dress and when marissa tomei turns around sad sister from jerry Maguire says if i had this dress i'd give it to someone <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> that was also my burn except she also does burn her on the way in to yeah. the scene marissa tomei is like walking around singing the wedding march mm-hmm and sad sister from Jerry Maguire says, Did it come with a soundtrack? <laughs> That's funny. Good. Okay. So now you're introducing a segment. Was I? We're just getting business done. Yeah. You were introducing a segment. Oh, yes. Uh, two prude, um, two lewd branding consultants. Okay. We're at this party together okay. with yeah. this pill doctor, podiatrist mm-hmm. that Marissa Tomei is engaged to. Yeah. And he is uh, holding her wrist up mm-hmm. and showing all of us, yeah, all of the family and friends and us, the two lewd branding consultants, yeah, the big diamond ring he got for her. Okay. And some gentleman, I don't know, some kind of diamond appraiser or something, I don't know, compliments the ring. Mm-hmm. And the podiatrist says, Yeah, I did a lot of research on diamonds for this. You know, I learned a lot about gemstones. It's amazing how many variations you can find of pure carbon crystallized into octahedrons. And he like stops for a beat and kind of like looks around like yeah pause here for laughter yeah and then he kind of laughs a little he's like ha, ha, and everyone's like oh and they start laughing <laughs> yeah <laughs> it didn't land no it didn't and i think it's because it wasn't sexy enough it wasn't sexy enough okay right yeah i mean that's what we always think and what, you know we're talking Canada. about and, you know, we consult with these other two guys. Um, there's other three guys, actually, Jack Tanner and Joel, who have the whole Mohs scale thing. Right. Mohs scale of hardness. Yep. So I was thinking maybe we can incorporate that kind of a branding win for us, too. Yeah, that would be huge if we could tie ourselves back into that. And then you think we can just put this into the movie dialogue? Yeah, I'm thinking so. Yeah. Okay. So someone says, And then it's wow, like more that's romantic. A, that's like a hell of a diamond. Yeah. You know? They can put it in the trailer and people will be like, This is definitely, this movie is going to get me charged up in all the right ways. Yeah, it's going to get me and the missus ready. Yeah. Like, you know, hot to trot. Perfect. So we're there. I think, and I think I'm actually onto something with this Mo's scale thing. Yeah. And uh, the, the prompt is, Wow, hell of a diamond. Yeah. That's what we're responding to. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got, let me throw a first pitch at you here that's based on that. 
Yeah. So what we do when we rate horny books or horny movies, we rate it on a Mohs scale of hardness. And so we'll say, oh, this horny book is a, like a diamond level. Yeah, like topaz. Or topaz or whatever. Right. What if in the gem world, it's the other way around? So he says something like, yeah, this is a diamond. It's as hard as, and then names a famous boner. Oh yeah. So I I was sort of I had the same idea but I was taking it from the other I was I was going bottom up and I guess you were going top down. Yeah. I was going to say like someone says to me, "Wow, hell of a gemstone." Yeah. And then I would say, "Oh, thank you. It's actually a 10 on the Mohs scale. It's the right. hardest thing there can be." Right. Uh other than me when I'm uh, admiring my beautiful wife. Yeah, but that's actually really or something nice. Something like that, yeah, or maybe nice. hornier. Maybe it wants to be a little. No, bit that's hornier. nice. That's horny, but also romantic, which is kind of what we want. But yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, like, so it's, we've we've landed in the same area. But I'll just pitch my alt here for you, which is yeah. the dialogue is something like he says it's difficult to find something that is as hard as what's a what's a what's a famous boner. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I that's why I kind of zigged where you're choosing to zag here. I saw that challenge on the horizon. I was thinking like, oh, David, but you know what? David famously doesn't have a boner. Oh yeah, Michelangelo's David. Yeah. What about? Is there a famous naked lady statue? So then you could be like, it's as hard as David when he sees. Oh, perfect! Like the like Aphrodite or whatever. Venus. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The Venus de Milo. That might get. I feel like that's getting lost in the weeds. I think your thing is the right answer. You've pivoted it to a whole art thing now. Yeah, no, it's, it's like... too many. It's too many layers. Here's what we'll do. We're gonna pitch them your thing, but for the rest of the episode, let's just in the back of our minds try to think of a famous boner. Yeah, perfect. And yeah. that'll just be kind of on the mind. You know what? I'm just gonna quickly just just Google while you're buttoning up the segment. <laughs> I'm gonna go quickly Google famous boners. Most famous boners. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, so that's it. I think the two lewd branding consultants have done it again. We've found a way to punch up that dialogue in a way that will both be funny and a little bit horny, which is what you kind of want for a romance film. And that's the oh, on the oh. How yeah. about this one? Okay, Merkel's boner. Merkel. And now this so maybe this has the same issue as you're introducing a whole art dynamic because yeah. now I'm going to be introducing a whole baseball dynamic. Okay. Merkel's boner refers to the notorious base running mistake committed by rookie Fred Merkel of the New York Giants in a game against the Chicago Cubs on September 23rd, 1908. Okay. Yeah. That's, I mean. <laughs> so let's run your joke back one more time. Okay. But then like, keep in mind that you're, you're getting to Merkel's boner and you may need to explain it. Okay. Yeah. So it goes something like this. Well, Merkel's boner truly is a pretty profound boner. <laughs> okay. I think I've got it. So somebody says, must have cost a lot. Right? She's yeah. a beauty. Must have cost a lot. And then he says, yeah, I researched a lot of diamonds and gemstones for this. Learned a lot. It's amazing how hard it is. We've got to say difficult. It's amazing how difficult it is to find something that is as hard as Merkel's boner, the notorious yeah. base running mistake committed by rookie Fred Merkel of the New York Giants in a game against the Chicago Cubs. Hmm. Does Maybe that he's- land? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think – I think let's get out of this one because that okay. su- sucked. I think that we made that worse. Sometimes you just got to go with your first Merkel's idea. failure to advance to second base on what should have been a game-winning hit led instead to a force play at second and a tied game. 
The Cubs later won the makeup game, which proved decisive as they beat the Giants, who Merkel played for, by one game to win the NL pennant. Okay. He really did, really, he really barked it, huh? Baseball talk. We're only uh, at the beginning of the film, uh, but we've got to do we got to do two Damon Bradley things. Okay. Now, I forget what level we're on. I've got us well in hand. Um, segment. Segment-wise. We're about, we're not actually okay. in any segments, but we've got, like, I'm about to introduce a new one. Okay. Perfect. But the thing that we're doing, that we're still doing, is going to our Ouija board. Yes. To find our Damon Bradley. Yes. I just want to say, and, like, I think we can just maybe use this stuff just going forward. I plugged... I got curious, and I plugged the name Damon Bradley into an anagram machine. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And I have literally never in my life – I've got them all. I wrote them all down. I've, so you don't need to do this work. I, oh, I'm, I'm not doing that work. Okay. You're looking up more Borat stuff? <laughs> Is that okay? I'd, I'd rather not. <laughs> uh, no, I was going to try to put Damon Bradley into one of those AI art generators. Oh, yeah. You know what, what would happen. You know what you could do is we've got an AI text generator. So here's what we'll do. We will get our Damon Bradley name and profession and other characteristics from our online Ouija board. Then we'll plug it into that AI story generator with a prompt that's like, tell us a story about what happens when Jack and Tanner and Damon Bradley fall in love. Yeah. Okay. Good? Yeah. First, I want to tell you these anagrams. It's just amazing. I'm going to read a bunch of them to you. Ready? Yeah. And we can and we can also just use this stuff as we go forward. We can put it in our own IP, you know? Okay. Put it yes. in Love in the Time of Horses or just like use it as characters. Damnable Dory. Okay. Abnormal Eddie. Okay. Dreamland Boy. Hmm. Alderman Body. Okay. Randomly Abed. Okay. <laughs> Doberman Lady. <laughs> Lardy Abdomen. <laughs> Alarmed by Don. And Yeah. You're going to love this one. It's our superhero, Norm Dayblade. <laughs> oh, wow. That's cool. It's an astonishing array of anagrams from one name that are just like fucking, you can just plug and play with these guys. I liked, what was one? Dreamland Baby? Dreamland Boy. Dreamland Boy. That's cool. I mean, every, it's all so evocative and suggestive. And it's a Dreamland Boy is kind of what this guy is. Oh, yeah. And it's also kind of what Kirby is. Yes, in Kirby's Dreamland. Listen, listen, listen. We are running out of time for the amount of work we have to do today. I didn't expect this to happen. Yeah. We haven't described the movie. Let's go to Makaru.com. Folks, you can play along at home. This is, uh, I guess it's a name generator. What is your... Soulmate. Okay. So we're going to go, it's a site called Makaru.com that just kind of generates random random things. Are we both going on this journey together or am I just following you? Am I following you into the dark? Why don't we both do it and then we'll know our ones, but then we'll pick the best one and plug that into the AI. Okay. Does that seem good? Yep. So Makaru.com, the first thing we want is a name. We're old hands at this, so we'll just pick. Do you want to pick a European name or? Um, we want a first. Oh, we want first name and last name. Wait, how many fields am I generating? I think we we'll want to give him a profession or anything else you want to think of. It's got to be like foot related. This movie is pretty foot focused. Okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's get mm. a first name first. Do you want first name or first name European? Uh, the movie largely takes place in Europe. Okay, so first name European. 
I can do first name normal. Okay, fine. I'll do first name European, and then we need a last name. And sorry, that not to imply that European names are not normal. <laughs> Did you? I wasn't fully listening to you, and like I, I let you have the mic for like two seconds, and you implied that European names are not normal. Perfect. Um, I wouldn't even say I implied it. I would say I just, I <laughs> just straight up said stated it. Okay. it. Okay, so we got a first name, we got a last name, and then we I think just a profession, right? Yeah. In this case, he's a shoe. I'm see I see what you're saying about the foot stuff. So A lot of foot stuff. Robert Downey Jr. is a shoe salesman. And it's actually it's really he's it's he's really funny. He seems to really know his stuff and like yeah. he's like in Italy to go to like some shoe show. Yeah. And stops people on the street to like give them shoe recommendations. It's funny. It's pretty it's cute. It's charming. They're bone. It's a good color for a date with destiny. Should be, it should be, and don't worry about those European sizes. It's, it's perfect. It should fit like a glove. So we've got first name, last name, profession is job title. And then if you want to do some extra stuff, flesh this guy out, I'm open to it. What other quality was there of Robert Downey Jr. in this that we want to capture? I mean, he's swarthy, he's handsome, he's fast talking, he's witty. Oh, uh, there's buzzword here. Romantic. Buzzword? What did that do for us? Radical. Proactive. We can just sort of give him some personality. Oh, okay. So buzzword is like, what is personality? That's perfect. Yeah. Okay. So we got four fields here in Makaru if you're playing along at home. First name, last name, profession, and personality, which in Makaru language is first name European, last name, job title, and buzzword. Okay. So I'm ready to go. Shall I generate? Mm-hmm. Okay. Bleep, bloop, bleep, bloop, bleep, bleep. Ooh. Can I tell you about my soulmate? Yes, please. Her name is Cleopatra <laughs> McNess. Mm-hmm. Cleopatra McNess. And she is an internal auditor. And her personality is intuitive. For whom? Who do you... I guess the IRS. Okay. And I don't know. That's not... That's sexy. Then that's... And so next time I go to Positano with Sarah, I'm going to be on the lookout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, Makaru generates some truly great names. Yeah. The first name it generated for me is Townie. His first name is Townie. Townie? That's, oh, that's awesome. And his last name is Yaldin. Okay. Townie Yaldin. He yep. is a software test engineer one. <laughs> Where? Um, I guess the IRS. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I wonder if he knows Claire about that. Uh, I think so. Yeah. And it, gosh, if I had to try to sum up Townie in one word, what would it be? Didactic. Didactic. Okay. He's didactic. That's sure. so. Uh, do you want me to write that down for you since I've got it all open? Yeah, I think please. We're, we're definitely going to be using your guy. He's way better than my guy. Townie Alden, he's a didactic software engineer for the IRS. Ooh, I hope he vacations in Positano. Probably. Okay, so now let's go to our AI. I hope folks have got the gist of this movie. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll yeah. keep describing it. We're just sort of, we're locked into a segment We're locked right into now. this segment. Um, and it's, it's a long one. This yeah. is the long haul. So here's what I'm doing. The AI who's generating my image yeah. wants me to write a prompt. So what I'm going to write is, my soulmate is Townie Yeldon. Yeah. He's... A software test engineer one. He is didactic. Okay. And I'm going to see what this AI can make of that. Okay, perfect. And I guess I'll, the initial image I'll give it to work with is a young Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, that seems great. This is great. We'll post the image alongside the text, and it'll be quite a journey. Oh, he's looking great already. I'm watching a face develop, and I'm 
quite drawn to it. You think he's handsome? But I'll just take a screenshot of him as he exists now. Okay. He's still developing. Like, he's okay. still kind of cooking. So don't judge what you're about to see too harshly. This is Townie. And Townie's going to be both of our soulmates. Got an image coming through the train. And again, t- please don't judge it too harshly. Oh, he's no. still cooking. What's happened? To- Why is he like that? He's still cooking. He's there. The AI is still working. On I him. don't. I, but I can kind of see <laughs> what he's going to he become. He looks didactic. He does look didactic. He's got a third eye. Uh, yeah, he's like, that's part of it. His face is melted. He's got like a very scruffy goatee. He's like hunched. His ne- He has no neck to speak of. He's wearing no, it's like done. it's finished a beanie. Okay, send me the fine. So my soulmate is Tony Yeldon. He's a software test engineer. He is didactic. Is what is the prompt that Tanner's given this AI? Can you send me the final guy? Because I, yeah, one sec. Okay, now you are also developing. I'm ready. You want me to do my part now? Here, I'm sending you the link to him. Oh, there's a link. Perfect. Okay, he looks. So he d- ended up. Not, well, he, the, he didn't change he didn't a whole cook lot anymore at all. I would say he grew a little bit more, stu- maybe st- some more stubble. He grew some more stubble, and like maybe that's about it. Yeah, he's got something terribly wrong with his ears. It looks like. I, that's not fair. Yeah, maybe no. you have something terribly wrong with your. ears. No, that's fair. There is a button here that says evolve. Okay, let's not do that because I think that's Too how late. bad things happen. Okay, can I can I try my part now? Yeah. Okay. But I want your attention. Okay. So I've got this AI. It's a text prompt. So I'm going to say, please tell me a story about what happens when I, I'll just say I for both of us. Does yeah, that work? Please. Meet my soulmate in Positano. His name is Townie Yeldon. Yep. And he is a software engineer at the IRS. Mm-hmm. A didactic. Yeah. Didactic software engineer at the IRS. Should I just say my name is Jack and Tanner? Yeah, that's good. Let's see how. What's the maximum length we want here? Let's give it four hundred words. Sure. You know, we want to get a full story here. Okay, this is great. All right, you ready? Yeah. When Townie Eldon was born, the doctors knew something was different. He was born with an unusually high IQ and an uncanny ability to understand complex software systems. As he grew older, his parents encouraged him to pursue his talents, and he quickly became one of the top software engineers in the country. But even with all his success, Townie longed for something more. He wanted to find his soulmate. One day, he took a trip to Italy and fell in love with the beautiful city of Positano. It was there that he met Jack and Tanner. Jack and Tanner was everything he had ever wanted in a partner. Beautiful, intelligent, and passionate about life. They Mm -hmm. instantly hit it off, and Townie knew he had found his soulmate. They spent every day together exploring Positano and getting to know each other. They were so happy and in love. Eventually, they got married and started a family. Townie continued to work as a software engineer, but his true passion was now his family. He loved Jack and Tanner and his children more than anything in the world, and he was grateful to have found such happiness. It's not much of a story. (laughs) (laughs) It paints a picture. It paints a picture. Yeah, sure. and you've painted a picture too. Not a lot like. of conflict. Did and he yeah, my AI has p- painted a picture of Townie Yeldon. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um, we've got to take a break now and then I guess say the rest of the movie and I've got a hit segment that we have to do. And Perfect. I've got another name generator. Oh, great. Perfect. I hope it's as long as this one. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Okay, we have a lot of work to do, but the part of that is that we do have to say the rest of the movie. I don't think we got all that far. She just got to Italy looking for this guy. <laughs> yeah. So she goes to Italy. She overhears at a restaurant that Damon Bradley is there or something. I can't quite remember. And she approaches him, but he leaves the restaurant before she can yeah. say anything. Have we said why? Oh, yeah. She gets a call. This is important. She yes, gets a call. This is Im- the, she, just doesn't, she doesn't just go to Italy. It's she not gets Eat, a Pray, call. Love. From, yeah, it's not Eat, Pray, Love. But she gets a call from, like, some guy who's coming to the wedding who's, like, a friend of a friend of her husband. And yeah. he's like, hey, this is Damon Bradley. I can't make it to the wedding, like, sending my regrets. And she's like, Damon Bradley. Oh, hi, I'm an old high school buddy of yours. Hey, congratulations on your wedding. Thanks. I'm going to be in Europe, so I'm going to miss you. Well, oh, that's too bad. What, what's your name? Oh, I can hardly hear you. Can, can you spell it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, what? And then so she like tracks him down to Italy. She's like, why can't you come to the wedding? And he's like, oh, I'm going to Italy for a, like a f- shoe conference. And then so she goes to Italy and she takes um, Sad Friend from Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Because Sad yeah, yeah, Friend yeah. from Jerry Maguire But not like, Edgar. I hate not my Edgar's husband. Wife. I'll come to Italy with you. Yeah, her husband's pretty awful, though. And that's yeah, sort of the, the B plot is like her brother and sister-in-law are like on the outs. Yeah. Because he is cheating on her. He appears to be cheating on her. And at the beginning of the film, he calls her and he's like, Kate, you still there? I thought you'd be on your way home by now. And she's like, Well, I'm not. I'm here. Well, what are you doing there? I'm just hanging out with your sister and Leslie. What is it? You miss me? And he's like, Yeah, honey, my heart is breaking for you. Did you forget what night it is? The guys are coming over for poker. She's like, Oh, I didn't know you wanted me to play, Larry. I'll rush right home. He's like, Very funny. I want you to get home, make some sandwiches, and pick up some beer and pop on your way home. Yeah. But so she's like, I don't know who this Damon Bradley is, but holy shit, he fucking called my phone. She goes to Italy. She tries to track him down. They frantically run around. They run into these action nuns. What? She and sad sister from Jerry Maguire break down on the highway. Oh, yeah. And they just leave a note that's like, can anyone help us on the <laughs> car? And these like fucking action nuns show up. And they're yeah. like, well, fucking like they just like fill up their car with gas, like Italian action nuns. It's like tank girl. They like get out of yeah. a Jeep, fill up the car with gas and then just like drive off into the sunset. It's really just the entire film is a romp across Italy. It's a romp. It's a romp. It's so romantic. Because then they hook up with Robert Downey Jr., they, they catch up with him on the street. And this is important. They catch up with him. He, oh, he finds her shoe. It's very Cinderella. Yeah. She loses and her shoe. He finds it. He's, he's a, a shoe, shoe guy. He's like a foot guy. He's like a shoe guy. He's well, like, like Jack. He's like yeah, Jack. A lot like me. Yeah. He's super charming about the shoe situation. He thinks sh- feet and shoes are great. It's my life, you know. In the shoe biz, the foot is our naked canvas. I could tell you some things. Like, for instance, this is a Stephanie Kilian knockoff made in Jersey. I know the family. Good quality control. It's impetuous. Fun. Elegant. Not much for cross-training. And I hope it brings you to whatever it was you were running after just now. And he overhears them being like, oh, I'm looking for Damon Bradley. And he's like, I'm Damon Bradley. What? Yeah. She's like, what? And they... Fall in love. Instantly. Almost do a big sex. But he admits, like, right in the moment that he's like... That's just it. The thing is, I'm not exactly... I mean, only in the most literal sense. Mm-hmm. I'm not Damon Bradley. What? 
Yeah, my name's not David Bradley. I just told you. What is it? It's Peter Wright. Oh! His name is Peter. And so then the rest of the movie is them hunting down the real Damon down the Bradley, real Damon Bradley, which he's doing just because of how much he loves her. While Marissa Tomei falls more and more in love against her will. And at one point, they find the real Damon Bradley in Positano. And they go and they see meet him by the poolside, and he's very handsome. He's got yeah. long, curly, <laughs> like dark hair. It's yeah. Billy Zane. It's the mummy. He's fun. It's the mummy. Yeah, um, the handsome version. Yeah, and they go out to dinner, and he's very like vapid and like very like you know yeah. just like not someone you'd want to like date long term. And he's like um, grabby, and, uh, and he's grabby. But then Robert Downey Jr. pops out of the bushes and punches him, and it turns out that it was all uh, a hired actor gaslighting. You crossed the line. You, you, you crossed you the line. You blew it from the get-go. I did you a favor. I told you to turn off that to molester you. I was improvising. No. Are you? Are you not, Damon Bradley? No, I am not Damon Bradley. To make her believe that she had found Damon Bradley and he was bad. Yeah, so she would come crawling back into Peter's arms. Anyway, it's really lovely and sweet. Yeah, lovely. And, sw- and I, I, maybe we don't even need to say the ending, except that it's a love story. It's like Eat, Pray, Love. It's like if two people were doing yeah. an Eat, Pray, Love, and they like found one another and like Yeah, imagine up. if you were, bo- you were doing an Eat, Pray, Love, and your soulmate was doing an Eat, yeah. Pray, Love. Wouldn't yeah. that be nice? Yeah. So that's the film. And then they actually do, they're like both like going back to America with their tail between their legs, and they're at the airport separately. Yeah. And hear on the overhead speaker that Damon Bradley is there. Damon? Damon? Yes? Hi, Damon. Hi. Hi. I'm Peter. This is Faith. Hi. We're a little bit strange. She, uh, she's been looking for you her whole life, basically. Um. <laughs> so they go and they check out like who this guy is, and he's just some guy. He's just some guy. He's and they realize that they've been in love the whole time, but we've also been told by this point that the her brother, brother manipulated the Ouija board and paid off the fortune teller. I'm Damon Bradley. You're Damon Bradley. No, no. I mean off the Ouija board when we were kids. That Damon yes. Bradley. Yes. I made the whole thing up. I, I was pushing the arrow. I wanted to get to the next question. You're saying you made the whole thing up? Damon Bradley never existed? No, he existed. He was a kid I knew from Little League. He was a real jerk. Yeah, all of it is fake. Damon Bradley was just like... He was like a guy on his like baseball <laughs> team who was actually a yeah. huge prick. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Let's bring in Arbiter Tanner. <laughs> Whoa, there he is, naked as the day he was born. Give me your jorts. <laughs> okay, I will give you my jorts. I also have these Oakleys. <laughs> I will also take the Oakleys. Okay, yeah, it's a good look. Thank you. <laughs> I know, because I'm wearing it. <laughs> Hello, uh, Jack. It's me, Arbiter Tanner. Welcome back. I'm sorry to oh, have I'm summoned. here to dispense okay. um, judgment. Judgment, yeah. Where were you? Just now? Yeah. Far future, megacity. Everything's where I'm from. going okay? In in the far future in a place called the Mega City? Yeah. Not great. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I always like to ask just in case. Like, my hope is that one of these days we're going to pull you in and something about the conversation we have changes the timeline. <laughs> oh, you think so? You think that's possible? I mean, we're doing, we're making okay, little, well, you know, Frightened Rabbits if, has if made this... tiny changes to Earth. If this piece of media makes yeah. it to the powers that make the decision on whether or not megacities in the middle of a desert wasteland are a good idea, yeah. 
Uh, I'm here to say it's not. Okay, good. Crime is pretty bad. Okay, yeah. No, I bet. <laughs> but the guys who do, like, are the cops. Yeah, they're bad, too. Somehow even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I think I get the picture. The reason I've called you here today is I've assembled a number of Rotten Tomatoes reviews uh, kind of across the spectrum of liking it to not liking it of the movie only you and I want you to listen to them and then render judgment on whether who's right basically and okay. then everyone else kind of withholds some kisses okay uh, yep it's our hit segment it's called on the one hand can you see what I'm looking at in in my glasses you once told me that you can always see what I'm looking at in my glasses like in the reflection yeah no not really it's just it's too bright I can't see what is it it's towny still got towny up you still got towny up yeah yeah We'll post them in the Facebook group. Yeah. Everybody join the Facebook group. Baby My soulmate. Okay, so I've assembled some reviews. Let me read them to you. There's kind of a lot, so I'll just kind of barrel through them. Um, okay. These are folks who liked it. I got three of these. Perfect. So on the one hand, yeah. Rosie L. gives this film five stars on April 10th, 2021. Rosie L. I don't know. Rosie Lodonald. Rosie Lodonnell. Yep, you got yeah. there. Good. Uh, she says the following of this film. Greatest love story ever told. Billy Zane has hair, briefly. What? At, yeah. And Robert Downey Jr. licks Marissa Tomei's closed mouth during a kissing scene. Yeah. I wish I was being sarcastic, but I genuinely love this dumb film, and I'm pretty sure the director has a thing for feet, because that's the only explanation <laughs> for all the references. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so does Jack. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Rosie. Yeah. yeah, check the receipts. It's at the beginning of the episode. I said it. Okay, this next person is called Rub S. Rub? Rub S. Rub something? Rub. Rub. What do you do? It's it's a perfect name. Rub S. Rug, rub Spaghettiwitz. <laughs> okay, Rub Spaghettiwitz gives this film 4.5 stars on July 12, 2013, and he or she says the following thing. It is more than you think. Smiley face. Mm, I think it's even less than you think. It's just <laughs> two beautiful people romping around Italy. Maybe he's talking about the feet, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then finally, on the one hand, Liesl J. Maybe he's a Bingus Butcher. He could be. Yeah. Okay, I think this is, like a, this is like a amateur Bingus Butcher. He's answering you know? the unasked question. Yeah. Yeah. It's more than you think. It's more than you think. Let's yeah. just say winky face. Okay. Uh, here's what Liesl J says. Five stars on May 4th, 2009. I do believe in soulmate. Oh, okay. It's like, uh, <laughs> what was that, Peter Pan? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, if you say it enough times, but you have to give a five-star review. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or else you get cursed and you actually won't ever find A soulmate love. will die if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this next part of our review of the film is called On the Fence Hand. Sort of the middling. Yeah, kind of in the middle. So the first one is from Jai Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cy J- Young. It's a yeah, the Cy pitching Young Pitching Award. award. Uh, on September 11th, wow. 2009. 2001? Oh, so okay. this is how Cy Young celebrated the anniversary of <laughs> yeah. 9-11. Did you say 2009? 2009. Wow, this website's been around for a while. He has said the following thing in his four-star review. Destiny. You. Only you. Oh, okay. It's like beat poetry. Yeah, but the reason I chose that, I guess, or the reason it stood out to me is it's weird to write something like that and then be like, yeah, but it's not full five stars. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think if it was full five stars, he probably would have been able to get at least a couple of lines out of that. Yeah. (laughs) 
LF on September 9th, 2009, two days before. They were just sort of gearing up. Yeah, it's LF. It's short for LFMAO. Gives this film three stars, and they've written, add a review, parentheses, optional. Yeah, so they're so like, they're just, I gave it three stars, and they're like, "What the homework?" It said it's optional. It says I don't have it's to say it's, anything. it's optional, and <laughs> I just want you to know that, like, it's not that I'm not like that. I missed it. I'm intentionally yeah. not well, doing. No, I just wanted to register my three stars, and I want you to know that. Omar M on August third, two thousand eight, gave this film four stars, and Omar says the following. Omar M says, "Mancusi, it's the." Guy from the Babysitter's Club. It's the guy from Jesse Ramsey, Pet Sitter. Yeah. Yeah, Omar Mancusi. And he says the following thing about this film that he gave four stars to. I'm Damon Bradley. (laughs) (laughs) Why four stars? Oh, I guess because he's pissed. He's like, I love the movie, but this guy's like stealing my name. Why did you put your name as Omar? Omar. (laughs) (laughs) He's like. Omar Mancusi. He's a strong favorite for me so far. Yeah, I like him. Okay, on the other hand, these folks didn't like the movie. Nathan B. on October 23rd, 2011, gave this film two stars, and he says the following thing. Eh, don't really care for love stories. Okay, why'd you watch a romance movie then, dog? I have a question for Nathan B. Uh, Why did you watch a movie called Only You? (laughs) (laughs) Like two people obviously in love on the movie poster and cover of the DVD. fucking Italy. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, that's that's on you, Nate. Yeah, Repo M definitely stands for Repo Man. Yeah, the the film though. Yeah, but it's R I P O. Okay, <laughs> but it, it's Repo Man. Repo Man. Yeah, uh, he gave this film one star on April twelfth, two thousand eleven. He says so supremely irritating and hysterical that I almost considered plugging my ears and blinding myself while watching this just so they can make it stop. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. He almost did. He didn't actually go. I guess he means it? like the the other definition of hysterical. Like it made him in his like put him in hysterics. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's what's happening. Yeah, he's yeah. Ha- throwing a fit. Um Gene B on July 22nd, 2010. Betancourt. Jeannie Betancourt. She's uh, a, a ghostwriter for the Babysitters Club <laughs> series. I think she does most of her work on the um maybe mysteries. On the mysteries, yeah. Yeah. She gave this film two stars on July 22nd, 2010. She says the following thing. There are certain movies that can only be appreciated prior to 9-11. That's so true. (laughs) Wow, so true. (laughs) She goes on to say, there are certain movies that can only be appreciated prior to 9-11. And I guess this is why Jai Young reviewed this movie on 9-11, because I think he was thinking about it. Prior to 9-11, Prom and the Great Recession. Okay. Her Prom. I guess, yeah. So, <laughs> folks, there are two types of people. People who existed before 9-11, Jeannie Betancourt's prom, and the Great Recession, yeah. and everyone else. And yeah. that's true. I guess I'm tracking what Jeannie Betancourt just said. I suppose she's about my age, because 9-11 happened before my prom, which happened before the 2008 recession. Wow. So she's probably in her like late 30s. Well, she says that Only You, unfortunately enough, was recommended to me by friends after all of those events. So she didn't catch it in time. You know what, Gene? Me too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But like much, like. Much way later. Way later. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it sort of softened the blow a little bit. 
Okay, my final review. Uh, and this is from Alient Heasja F. I don't have a guess for that one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she gives this film one star on April 12th, 2008. And she says the following thing. Crappy movie. The story was too simple. No enrichment. The movie was probably going to be much better if the actors and actresses were better looking. Literally impossible. (laughs) She is speaking, of course, about Robert Downey Jr. and Marissa Tomei. Like a handsome, young, 1994 (laughs) Robert Downey Jr. To ever grace this planet with their good fucking looks. And a beautiful... (laughs) Marissa Tomei. What do you want, Aliantiazja? Yeah. Go to hell. Come on. All right, well, now I have to dispense some justice, huh? Yeah. Anyone who said that they... Who's the guy... Okay, the guy who said he didn't want a love story is out immediately. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's Nathan. Who's the one you said you liked? I was kind of impressed with Omar M, who said that he was Damon Brown. Oh, I like that too, yeah. Who was the second to last one? The second on the to last one... Was Jeannie Betancourt, who would have liked this movie if she hadn't yeah, seen she's it got my after vote. 9 yeah. 11. Yeah. I, the whole movie, I was really distracted. Like, they're just walking up to the plane gate, you know? Yeah. Like, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's tough to watch. So yeah. hard to believe. They're going to take like, their pull, fucking like, shoes off. Ruin the immersion for me, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she gets a million kisses. Everyone else withers and dies from yeah, the lack of kisses. Yeah. I mean, you know, dies emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, violent. They're just sort of like. They're around, but they're just like shells of people. Yeah, like husks. Yeah, exactly. Maybe better. Maybe better. They're like, I want to hit a metaphor for folks that'll make this land more clearly. They're like, um, after glory, like sucks the brains out of people in Buffy season five, and they just kind of walk around. It's like that. Okay. What did it? It's what, like, did I fucking stutter? It's like that. It like maybe better it would be better off dead. Yeah, they're not happy. Yeah, yeah. and this is this is what you wanted. Yeah, sex this is what. Yeah. <laughs> sex bugs. We are about to go, but I I want to just get just squeeze in a fucking last minute thing for you. It's a last minute name generator. I swear we won't do it as long as the last one. Okay. Okay. We got a film to watch and a episode yeah, to record things, tonight shit's about to get weird so we're doing it super fast this is at the 50 minute mark robert downey jr quotes a poem to marissa tomei. marissa tomei yeah and the poem he thinks it's by goethe it turns out it's by rainer maria rilke for what it's worth but he absolutely fucking butchers goethe and i'll mm-hmm. play a clip of that now okay god what am i trying to think of there's this poem by um goethe yeah goethe and it's about two people who come from different places, but they hear the same bird singing. Perhaps the same bird echoed through both of us yesterday, separate in the evening. That's it. He pronounces it Guoto. <laughs> Guoto? Yeah. And so my name generator that I want to do real fast, and it's kind of a name generator competition. Okay. And I've prepped for this, so I'm happy to go first. And, okay. And second, even, if you want. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a name generator that's how... Badly, could you mispronounce Goethe? <laughs> yeah. Um, probably pretty badly. Do you know me about my history with Goethe? 
Yeah, I know that you weirdly like fucking know a lot about Goethe and have read like a bunch of different translations and like adaptations of um, Faust, right? Yeah. Weirdly. Yeah. I do and know I, that about you. I essentially minored in literature in college just <laughs> off the back of like studying. It's one Faust of the more surprising Goethe. things about you is that you're just like, you're like a Goethe scholar. Like you yeah. have my ass fully kicked on Goethe. Yeah. So this is like, you're a wheelhouse. It's part of yeah. why I pulled it out. I mean, I just want to take a run at it right now. Do you want to? Well, I've got the line. Do you want me to send you the line? No, I want to hear yours first. I want to hear what okay. you prepared. Okay. I'll send you the line so that you can say it when you mispronounce it, but I'll give you what I prepared. I've got three. I've got three m- mispronunciations that I think are going to be pretty tough to beat. It's in German? No. Th- what I want to do is I'm going to say the line that Robert Downey Jr. says and just completely butcher the word Goethe in that line. Oh, that's what I thought we were doing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, And I've sent it to you so you can do it. Here's my first one. You ready? Yeah. There's this poem by Goiter. It's about two people who come from different places, but they hear the same bird singing. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've got a couple more. Do you want to take a run at one? Let me just take, let me try one on. Okay. There's this poem by Gothi. <laughs> it's about two people who come from different places, but they hear the same bird singing. <laughs> okay, that's good. All right, this is like, we're really like, it's like a rap battle. Yeah. Okay, I've got another. Ready? Yeah. There's this poem by Watteau. (laughs) (laughs) It's about two people who come from different places, but they hear the same bird singing. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I think I maybe have one more in the. Okay, I've got one more too, so that'll work. Um, Get the. Okay. There's this poem by Squitta. That's all I have. <laughs> okay, I got one last one. You ready? Yeah. Uh, there's this poem by Kuato. <laughs> it's about two people who come from different places, but they hear the same person. What a lineup. <laughs> it's from Total Recall. Yeah, the little guy in the guy's belly in Total Recall. <laughs> and Watto? Yeah, try harder, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to mispronounce Kuta, you're messing with the wrong guys. Yeah. <laughs> all right that's Jack. all the time we have for today we're about to do something really weird uh i guess we'll explain it to you next week why well yeah yeah but we're about to it's do another episode at like a nine o'clock at night and it's, it's a whole new episode yeah um all the remains is for me to say thank you tanner so much for bearing with me and thank you to the baby nation and the sex bugs and the bed pots for bearing with us we love and kiss you so very much all day and all throughout every single day this week we appreciate you more than any other week yeah more than the moon and the stars yeah more than the moon and the stars we would like to remind everybody to subscribe to our patreon patreon.com slash bscc podcast you get a whole other show and it's also a good way of supporting us and keeping us alive and happy and feeling wanted is the main part of that yeah and it's just five dollars a month yeah yeah and thank you to everybody who's done that. Please join our Facebook group. It's Baby Nation on Facebook. Everyone's having a nice time in there, and everyone is nice and good. Write and review our show, and you can support our show at bit.ly slash rattlesnakejake. Just throw us a few dollars. Thank you so much to everybody who's done that. We really appreciate it. It's yes, a lovely thing for you to have done, and we see you, and we love you. Yeah. Finally, this week, we watched a film. The film we watched was Only You. And it was a good one. Yeah, it was a good one.
Yeah, it was nice. You'll like it. You'll like it, especially if you watch it before 9-11 and prom. Yeah, and also this one was mandatory, so I hope everyone did watch it, because otherwise you were not invited to have listened to this, and I'm sorry for saying this now. Is that a new rule? Yeah, we said it last week, that it oh, okay. was mandatory to watch. This one was mandatory, right. I forgot yeah. that we had a new rule. <laughs> yeah, just, just for, for this, this one. one. Yeah. Next week, we're going to be talking about a little film called Persuasion that just came out. It's got Fifty Shades of Grey in it, and uh, it's the new Jane Austen. And uh, you don't have to watch it, but if you'd like to... You're encouraged to. Yeah, please do. It's it's a Jane Austen film adaptation. Even if it's bad, it's bound to be good. Yeah, exactly. All that remains is for me to say that this week, I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. And I hope that you find your Italy Ever After. Good. <laughs> it